Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everyone in the franchise world. My name is Paul Segreto, and this is Franchise Today, and it looks like another day of technical problems with Blog Talk Radio, and I'm expecting our jingle to pop in here any minute. If it does, I'll stop (laughs) because I see it loading up, but at least I know it's the jingle and not a prior show like we experienced in one of our uh, last shows. I'm watching it, Stan. It's just spinning and spinning (laughs) and spinning, and I'm waiting for Badlands. I mean, it's already at the 40-second mark, and I'm waiting for Badlands to jump in. God, he could have eaten seven or eight hot dogs by now, right? Or at least a dozen wings, no doubt. I don't know what the problem is with that, Paul, but I know we're going to get interrupted here any moment. I mean, it's uh, at, at 58, 59 seconds, and of course, there is Stand the man, Paul Segretto. Time to show you the way of franchising today. Hey, do you possess the spirit of an entrepreneur? Wanna lay your business plan down like a rug or a floor? Or maybe you have a dream of opening a chain of delis? Or whatever the passion life that pilot life under your belly? Or do you want to start a business, fam, using the proven trademark from another brand? Huh. And grow together and expand like a rage of fire. From a single to a multi-unit empire. Well, pay attention to this podcast that you hear. It's streaming in HD. So fine tune both of your ears. And Stan and Paul lays down the law. Whether you want to be a franchisee or a franchisor. It's all about sustainable growth. The sensible franchising. Proving concepts to start enterprises. So use your left and right side of your brain. And absorb this knowledge here. Franchising today. Franchising today, sustainable growth, the sensible franchising. Franchise today, sustainable growth, the sensible franchising. Franchise today. Franchise today. Franchising today. That's right, it's Franchise Today. My name is Paul Segreto, and that was Badlands Booker, a competitive. Uh, eater that Stan knows very, very well. And, of course, today we're excited that we have another very fierce competitor, and we'll talk about Shannon Hudson here in a, a second. Stan, I, I don't know what it is with technology. Uh, at least we, we got the right recording today. It wasn't uh, a previous show, <laughs> and I don't know why it started at the minute mark, but uh, I'll try to work that out. I do apologize. It's a hot and steamy day in Houston. We have our afternoon thunder boomers coming through the last few days creating havoc, but we are winding down the dog days of summer. How are things in Atlanta, Georgia? Now they're warm, but they're not like you're warm. And I'll tell you, I, I heard last week while I was in Dallas that I was fortunate to be there during the cool spell of the summer because it was only in the high 90s. Um, I think they're back in the hundreds again this week, along with you in Houston, Paul. But thankfully, we're not getting any of that here in Atlanta. It's just seasonably warm and and comfortable. It's been a great summer, actually. We haven't really had the kind of oppressive heat yet that we're so used to getting here in the summer months. I'll take it. Yeah, I'll take it, too. And uh, I also took a, a, a little trip to 
Fuzzy's Taco Shop uh, after our conversation with Mel Knight, co-founder and, and CEO. Uh, that was our guest last week. Uh, my God, it's been too long. Uh, devoured uh, three or four uh, of the tacos and probably could have eaten a few more uh, very easily. And while I was there, I was uh, uh, texting Susan Beth, who was just on the verge of, or actually I think had started her uh, Griswold vacation as their flight was canceled from Chicago to New Jersey. And as Susan and her family usually do, they got in the family truckster, they tried to find places along the way, and they wound up driving all the way to New Jersey. And uh, I, I don't think she'd have a vacation without it. But um, anyway, all good stuff. <laughs> and it was a great show with Mel. And, of course, you were there up in Fort Worth with him. I mean, that was a great, great opportunity. Yeah, it was a ton of fun hanging with Mel. And just, you know, I love Mel as a person. He's a great guy. But to be able to do the podcast from his office and be there on site, is a rare treat that we don't get to do often enough and um, makes a difference. You know, I'm, we're going to have a great time with Shannon today and we always do with our guests, but when you're sitting face to face, it's just a whole lot more fun. Um, and hopefully we can do that more often. I don't know if we shouldn't talk about weaving that into the fabric of our, of our uh, offerings in the year to come and try to do that as a regular thing, maybe alternating weeks or once a month, where we can get face-to-face and actually meet our guests and have them meet us. Um, something to think about in the future, Paul. Well, definitely something to think about. You know, we're only four months away from starting the 10th year on Franchise Today. I cannot believe where 10 years has gone. Well, time flies when you're having fun, Paul. And, you know, speaking of time, I wanted to bring something to your attention and to the audience here that I caught in the IFA Smart Brief this week with um, the Big Mac inventor's great-grandson becoming the fourth generation of McDonald's franchisees. You talk about wow. you talk about really good time. That is legacy, my friend. A guy named Nick Delegati is the great-grandson of the Big Mac inventor Jim Delegati. And he's become a McDonald's franchisee representing the fourth generation in his family to do so. Collectively, the Delegati family operates 20, count them, 20 McDonald's locations. Well, that's great stuff. Hey, Stan, being you brought up the Big Mac, so what's in a Big Mac? Real quick, come on. um, Two all-beef patty, special sauce, lettuce, cheese, pickles, onion on a sesame seed bun. Bam. Good. <laughs> Mic drop. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> All right. Any more stupid questions? <laughs> no, no, not today. <laughs> I, mean, I, I don't think I've heard that commercial in 20 plus years, and it just came popping right into the forefront of my mind. It did. It's amazing. <laughs> Talk about marketing. <laughs> hey, Paul, one more thing I wanted to let you know about today was uh, – I'm sure most everyone has heard about it already, but Focus Brands has just made yet another mega acquisition, acquiring Jamba Juice, a deal that's been valued at someplace around $200 million. Uh, Jamba has upwards of 800 units, and Focus, of course, in its portfolio boasts more than 5,000 restaurants worldwide under banners including Cinnabon, Mo Southwest Grill, Annie Ann's, and McAllister's Deli. That's another big feather in the quiver for Focus brands have they're just continuing to burst at the seams between all the work companies and 
and the acquisitions they're making and the companies that they're creating as umbrellas over the acquisitions. Um, boy, it's just amazing how committed to franchising Mark and Focus have become. Kudos and hats off to them on this latest and great acquisition. And Paul, speaking of late and great things, something new on the horizon for those in the world of franchising and podcasting. Tell us a little bit about franchising and you, which is what, about three weeks old now? And, and um, this past Saturday was your third? Yeah, it was, uh, it was great. We had Tom Spady, a franchise attorney, on uh, this past week talking about the franchise disclosure doc- document. Uh, the week before was Jeff Sieber. Um, the founder and, and CEO of our good friends at, at Fran Funds. And I think the week before that we had, you know, some, some old guy, oh, that's right, it was you, talking about <laughs> the A disease in, in franchising. You know, this, that podcast, you know, unlike this one, is really focused on the candidate, those interested in learning about franchising as um, the next step in their career. And it's really gaining a lot of attention uh, very, very fast, and I'm real proud of it. It's been in the works for so many years, and we've done things at a totally different level, and I'm really excited and, and couldn't do it without, you know, sponsorship on that show, Fran Funds, Spadio Adana Law Firm, and Retail Solutions, and that's, you know, 8.30 Central Time, Saturday mornings. This week's guest is Sherry Sanchez, a principal, at Retail Solutions, we're going to be discussing, you know, finding a location, how important locations are to the success of a franchise business. Uh, certainly, thanks for uh, giving me that that meatball to hit out of the park. Um, <laughs> I really appreciate hey, it's a, that. It's a pleasure, Paul. You know, before the, you bring on yeah. t- today's guest, I just wanted to um, I wanted to just call out one more upcoming event that is on the calendar coming up first of the year. And that is the um, the Titus Center for Franchising at Palm Beach Atlantic University is going to be uh, hosting an inaugural event uh, that's going to kind of be a bolt-on to Franchise Expo South, which, of course, is January 24th through the 26th this year in Broward County, Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Uh, but a day or two preceding January 22nd and 3rd, January 22 and 23, in West Palm Beach, Palm Beach Atlantic University and uh, the Titus Center are going to be hosting a boot camp, um, enabling franchisors who are going to be close by anyway for the exhibit in Broward to participate in rebooting your sales techniques and finding successes at the inaugural Selling Franchises Boot Camp. Ray will be participating in that event as well, along with a host of other franchisors who are going to be participating. And you can get more information on it and register for it online at the Titus Franchise Center's webpage, or you can find more information in this week's IFA Smart Brief with direct links to the registration form. Yeah, and, and Ray is actually going to be our guest two weeks from today on Franchise Today, and I know we'll be talking at length about that and about that entire initiative and, of course, your role on the uh, on the board as well. That's going to be exciting. It's going to be really exciting stuff. You know, I mentioned earlier, um, you threw me a meatball, and, of course, I mentioned the, um, the, the, the great Badlands Booker who did our song. And he, we know he's a competitive, uh, competitive eater, and he's got the, uh, um, the Wing Fest coming up that you're involved in. That's only a few weeks away. God, the year's flying by. But anyway, mm-hmm. and I alluded to 
today's guest being a competitor, and a lot of people aren't aware. Uh, Shannon Hudson, not only the co-founder and CEO of Nine Round, he's also known as the Cannon, and he was um, actually a champion kickboxer. And uh, I'd really like to welcome Shannon today. Shannon, welcome to Franchise Day. This has been long overdue. How have we missed you this long? <laughs> yeah, I've been waiting, guys. No, I'm just kidding. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, when I was talking with um, Monica Fide and, and the group over at BizCom, she says, have you guys ever had, you know, Shannon Hudson on? And I said, no, he's always been on our short list. Um, and she said, "Well, let me um, let me talk to him." So I really appreciate you um, you being here today. And as we do with, with all our guests, I mean, we we start every show exactly the same way, and it is the one common thread that everybody has is that you know we don't start out, we don't wake up at the age of fifteen and say, "You know what? I'm going to get involved in franchising." Now, with everything that Ray Titus is doing, and as we're moving forward, hopefully one day that might be the case where some youngster will wake up and say, I want to be involved in franchising. But usually, somehow or another, it finds us. So what we'd like you to do is kind of re-wind you know, wind the tape, take us back as far as you'd like. You have a, a, a nice, diverse background. And, and bring us forward, you know, your, your, your life, your career, the different achievements to the point that led, us to, led you to getting involved in franchising. And, of course, it's only an hour show, so – Try to keep this segment a few minutes. <laughs> oh, I'll be I'll be fast, guys. I do things very quickly. Uh, first off, I uh, my I'm uh, one of two children, right? Me and my big brother. My big brother is almost nine years older than me, and he started karate when I was born. He started the local karate school. He wanted he saw a kid do karate in a talent show and said, "Mom, Dad, I want to do that." So. You know, he started karate, and I I remember very vividly, like it was yesterday, watching my big brother do karate. And, yeah, I was so shy. I was a really shy kid and a small kid. And I said, you know, when I turned eight years old, I finally said, you know what? I want to do karate with my big brother, and that's what I did. So I started doing karate. And, you know, at that very young age, I learned how to set goals. I learned how to go from a white belt to a yellow belt and an orange belt. I didn't realize that was a a life skill that would help me throughout my career be very successful. But I was learning how to set these short-term goals every couple months to to test for a belt and then eventually be a black belt, a long-term goal. And, you know, I did karate, and I just stayed with it. I never quit. My brother became a very great black belt in the school, so I couldn't give up. I couldn't quit. My big brother was a black belt, and then my brother started kickboxing back in the 80s. I don't know if you guys remember, kickboxing was on ESPN, and it started to get some traction. And uh, so he started doing that, and of course, what did I do? Same thing. I said, you know what? My brother kickboxed, and I'm going to do that. I'm going to box, and I'm going to kickbox. And and I got the competitive bug very, very early doing competitions in martial arts. And so, you know, I did that, and and eventually, business-wise, my brother ended up buying the karate school that we grew up in because back then the martial arts business, you know, it wasn't really a business. It was a hobby. It was someone did it, you know, they had a real job, but after their job, they would go and teach karate classes. So, so they couldn't make a go of it. My brother bought it and I was his first employee. You know, I learned to teach kids karate. That's And that is how I learned to teach. And that is what has led me to be a franchisor because I love to teach. I just love to teach. I love to be in front of people. I love to empower people and help people and, 
to be a good CEO and franchisor, basically you're just you're just a teacher. You know, you're just leading and teaching. That's what you do. So that's how I that's how I you know it, it pulled me. And from you say franchising found me. That's how it found me. I you know because good CEOs are great teachers. You know, I went on to win a world title. I had over seventy bouts in the ring. I fought in Europe. I fought in Canada. I got to fight on Chuck Norris's World Combat League and. Uh, meet, you know, of course, Chuck Norris. I met some celebrities, Burt Reynolds, and uh, it was a ton of fun. But my world title fight, I only made $2,400 for a world title 12-round bout in Canada. And by the time I flew my wife up to watch and got her hair done and bought her a dress, I didn't make any money, right? So so I couldn't make a <laughs> living doing that. And I said, you know what? I need a business that I can scale. And, and the martial arts, I love martial arts. The, the, the challenge with the martial arts industry is it's tough to scale that business because to become a black belt takes, you know, three, four, five years. And it's a very slow process. So to scale up a martial arts business, that's why you probably in franchise, I haven't seen many martial arts, true martial arts businesses scale very quickly. But I noticed one business that really intrigued me that scaled to 10,000 stores. And it was Curves. I don't know if you guys remember Curves, the mm-hmm. ladies-only fitness 30-minute yep. uh, circuit. And I said, wow, what a, and what a genius model, 30 minutes, no class time. It's a circuit. Come anytime. Have a trainer lead you through. I said, what if, we, what if I told my wife, what if we take what I, what I know really well, which is kickboxing, and let's give them the real training, the real bag, speed bag, jump rope, heavy bag. Let's give them the real deal, but take out the getting hit part because that part really, really is no fun. Trust me. <laughs> and let's make it let's make it let's make it convenient. Let's give people fighter names. Let's keep it about fun. And in 2008, you guys know I'm we're we're 10 years old, just like you guys. 2008, we started the first business. Borrowed money, maxed out credit cards. You know, couldn't afford a sign on the building. We had a banner. I mean, I had a Word doc marketing flyer. My wife made on the computer. I mean, we had no money. And the first <laughs> month we had we had a hundred members. The first month and. And today we have 721 operating locations. We're in 42 states and 13 countries. So uh, overnight success the past wow. uh, 10 years, right? 10-year <laughs> ten ten year overnight success. I remember a good friend of you ours, Doc Cohen, said that one time. He said a 30-year overnight uh, success. <laughs> um, it, 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 it's interesting. You know, you mentioned, you know, Chuck Norris. And, of course, uh, I grew up, you know, watching his films and stuff. And um, I really liked him, and I've gotten to see him a lot because he he spends a lot of time uh, and lives in the Houston area, and I know he's friends with um, Mattress Mac, and I've seen him at his place a lot. But when you mentioned Chuck, Chuck Norris, I chuckled because my grandson, who's seven years old, just a couple of weeks ago was horsing around with uh, his dad, my son-in-law, and he got in a good shot. And he said, and, and this is a seven-year-old sister. Him, that's a that's a shot even Chuck Norris would be proud of. And I said, How do you know Chuck Norris? I kinda thought it was cool. And he's and of course he knew him from a video game. He really didn't know who he was, but I thought yeah, that was yeah. fun. Legacy is uh, awesome. Live on. Yeah, really you got good. It. Well, got it. you know, certainly um you know, we want to talk about um the the consumer side uh of the sure. business and I know Stan has a uh question. Stan? Yeah, I just wondered if you could, um, as you're helping us best understand what uh, you guys do, help me understand the difference between mixed martial arts and kickboxing, because I I think there is 
differentiation there, but I'm not quite clear on what that looks like other than perhaps the violence of MMA. Um, and and is, it, is it as violent in kickboxing or is it a little more refined? Great questions. Um, well, first off, you know, you have boxing. I think most people are pretty familiar with that. Boxing, which is pugilism, just punches. Been around since the caveman days, right? And then kickboxing is exactly like boxing, except you can use your you can use your feet. You have more weapons, right? So that's pretty much it. Where MMA, you can actually go to the ground and do you know grappling and wrestling on the ground, and you can punch while you're on the ground. Where kickboxing is purely all stand up. So just stand up fighting is all it is. And actually, people don't know this, it's, it's actually more dangerous than MMA because it's all striking. It's all hits to the head and hits to the body. It's a bunch of you know, strikes to the skull, which isn't good for your brain. Where in MMA, if you get on the ground and someone chokes you, you tap and it's over. You tap out, the ref stops it, you're done. So, so you don't get as much head trauma with, with, the, with the MMA, but you know, of course you can. You can still punch and kick in MMA, but... Actually, there's more trauma in boxing, kickboxing than MMA. So even though MMA is a lot more popular now, I honestly know that kick, I have a soft spot in my heart for kickboxing. And we have, I'm proud to say, the largest kickboxing chain in the world. We, um, and we have a ton of members, and we're bringing kickboxing back uh, to the forefront of people's eyes uh, about getting in shape with it. And one day, kickboxing as a competitive sport, I think, will be more and more popular. So in the next 20 years, I think it will increase in popularity. But that's the primary difference between boxing, kickboxing, and MMA. I hope that helped. Helped a lot. Thank you. And so with that as a foundation and understanding, um, going from zero to like 721, mm-hmm. Uh, amazing growth and amazing curve. Um, yeah, thank you. Let's talk. Let's talk a little bit about how the consumer uh, has learned and gone from those days of maxed out credit cards and banners instead of signs <laughs> to 721 operating units. You did something to attract yeah. the eyes and the attention and the passion of your consumers. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, great. Yeah, great points. Uh, first off, there's four things we fixed in the industry, right? You know, the fitness industry is so big. You guys know it's a $30 billion, that's with a B, dollar industry, and it's not going anywhere for a very long time. Um, number one, there's no class time. This is our biggest differentiator between us and all the other boutique-type fitness out there. There's no class time ever. In fact, you're never late with us, you know. Most boutiques have a class time, and if you run 10 minutes late, you just say, forget it, I'll try tomorrow, uh, or traffic, you know, you're backed up in traffic, or, you know, you're late out of work, you can't meet your class. Well, with nine round, there's no class time, because the bell's ringing every three minutes. Each round is three minutes long, with a 30-second break in between each round. So if you come in, you know, that next bell that starts, uh, you know, the bell's ringing every three minutes, that trainer's going to plug you in on one of the nine stations, and you're going to go through all nine. You're going to go around the circuit and be out in 30 minutes. So number one, no class time. Number two, it's a full-body workout. So, you know, you're not doing legs, back, and bicep one day and chest, shoulder, try one day or cardio one day and weights one day. You're, doing, you're working everything. You're punching, you're kicking, you're using dumbbells, medicine balls, kettlebells, jump ropes, you're working all of that in a workout. The next thing is the workouts change every day, and we program them from the home office and deliver them via video in our intranet we call the locker room 
to the franchise owners every single day. We deliver it on Sunday for the next week, every workout. So the workouts change every single day so people don't get bored with it. And the last thing, the last game changer is the trainer. The trainer will make or break the business. Okay, I tell people all the time we're not in the fitness business. We're in the people business. Okay, and you have to love people. In fact, it's one of our values. You have to love people, be an advocate for their goals, be a great communicator, You know, use their name, have good eye contact, a lot of fist bumps and high fives, and, encourage, and be an encourager. And that's what, that's what makes the business work. So the trainer included to push you, to motivate you, to show you techniques so you don't get injured, uh, you know, and to give you a smile and, and give the best 30 minutes of your day. That's it. Wow. It's got to be a lot of bells going off. Uh, <laughs> Without a doubt, and, and it seems like you guys are just opening up everywhere. I just keep hearing that opening bell every single yeah, time, you. and you got one. I mean, they're popping up all over my neck of the woods. I live in the Woodlands, Texas, and yes, um, yes. I've just seen them popping up all over the place. Uh, and it's Thank it's you. really interesting. I mean, the people coming out, you know, you could just you could just see the level of satisfaction on their face uh, as they're leaving, and certainly you know, gaining a lot of, a lot of traction. And that's really, I mean, that's really great. And of course, you know, somebody like yourself that's gone through the, the competitive side, I mean, you bring a certain, you know, level of, of credibility uh, to, you know, people doing some of the things that you've done as far as, uh, you know, training goes. Is there a point where um, a, a customer, a client, of, of a nine round gets to, um, you know, maybe feel like, okay, I, I should, I should advance beyond this. I mean, how far do the programs advance your clients? Yeah, it's a great question. Well, first off, like anything in life, you get out what you put in. So I do the workout in one of my corporate stores every single week and it kicks my butt every time. So you can never, it's a real scalable workout based on your fitness level. You go at your own pace. That's the beauty. You don't have to have a beginner class or intermediate class. I'll give an example. If me and you are on the, on, if I'm on a, a bag and you're on the station next to me, you know, you're going to kick, you know, let's say 50 times in a minute in, in three minutes time you're, in one round, you might get 50 kicks in on the bag where when I do that station, I might get, you know, 100 kicks on the bag, right? Uh, or Stan might get 500. I don't know. But uh, but so so the point is the time, it's the same amount of time on a station, but you just go your own pace within the station. And what makes it great is the trainer will learn your name, get to know you, learn your fitness goals, and push you. You know, so if we know you can go harder, hey, we're going to push you harder. We're going to push you till you leave. We call it sweating, smiling, and learning. You're going to leave with what we call a killer workout. Uh, you're going to be pouring sweat, and that's what we want. So the workout's very scalable. You know, you can't outgrow it, but you're going to continue to improve your fitness with those trainers pushing you every time. Make sense? Absolutely. Uh, it makes a lot of sense. So my three my three kicks to your hundred probably will be at <laughs> my speed. You and, got and it. That or, hundred, lack of, and that hundred, or lack of speed. <laughs> and that hundred and that hundred to my five hundred is a figment of all of your imagination. <laughs> <laughs> Chuck, Chuck Norris, right? That's your fighter name. You're Chuck Norris. No, uh, well, I think, guys, the whole the whole philosophy, and I think in my life is you don't in the business is you don't need more time. You need more focus and intensity. And I tell this analogy to people. I say, how many times have you ever gotten up late but still made it to work on time? They all raise their hand, and I say, what happened? They say, well, I just got ready quicker with more intensity, right? I said the same thing needs to happen. 
you got to same thing needs to happen with working out. You don't need two hours in the gym. Let's just be focused, direct, and not have the BS, cut through the BS, and get it done. The same thing with building a business, going from zero to 720 stores in 10 years. Hey, I just cut right to it. I, my, my, my one superpower that I have is focus. That is the one thing I do better than anybody. I can laser beam in on one thing, and I don't stop till I get it. And if people, and that has gotten me to where I'm at today, to, to win a world title, to write a book, to have 700 stores. That's the one thing I've, I've been able to do, and that's my philosophy in business and in life. Outstanding. You're listening to Franchise Today, now rapidly approaching its 10th focused season of podcasting. I'm Stan Friedman, along with Paul Segreto, and we're talking today with International Kickboxing Federation light middleweight champion and nine-round franchising founder and CEO, Shannon the Cannon Hudson. Franchise Today is brought to you by the Franchise Foundry, where Paul and his team have been bringing emerging brands to market for more than 30 years. The Foundry fosters healthy, sustainable growth for their clients, the kind that comes from experience. The Franchise Foundry provides both coaching and consulting, a hybrid approach delivering more effective solutions for both the franchisor's corporate team as well as for their franchisees. The Franchise Foundry team is rich in practical, hands-on experience and expertise with general business management, operational and change management, digital marketing, and of course, franchise recruitment and development. Plus, the Franchise Foundry can also assist you with creating roadmaps for potential mergers and acquisitions and provide the guidance needed to navigate them. You can learn more about all of this and Paul Segreto's Franchise Foundry, along with their expanding list of clients, at www.franchisefoundry.com. Franchise Today is also brought to you by FRM Solutions, offering best-in-class CRM and document management software designed specifically for franchising. FRM empowers real-time business intelligence, communi- intelligence, communication, and collaboration between all members of the franchisor's team and prospective as well as existing franchisees. This enables you to seamlessly and simply track, access, and manage all messages to and from prospective and existing franchisees, including text. Legal and compliance is simplified as well with FRM's document management and even site visits can be digitally facilitated and scored with FRM. Make today the day you give FRM a look and assure that all of your candidate and franchisee correspondence, including text messages, are being permanently tracked and stored in candidate and franchisee records. FRM even provides state-of-the-art digital experiences for your prospective franchisees, replacing old-style virtual brochures. No long-term contracts, multiple upgrades each year at no additional cost. No excuses, just solutions with Stan and his team on the web at frmsolutions.com. You know, one of the things that I saw in an earlier um, article on on Franchising.com, and I guess it was right at the point you were uh, releasing your book, or soon-to-release book, um, Zero to a Hundred, which, uh, of course, you wrote in 18 months and as busy as you were. uh, That's a remarkable feat in itself. But I love the knockout nuggets of wisdom that you shared. And it said, trust your gut even if it makes others uncomfortable. Your gut or your heart is your inner voice. You must trust it. 
He said, know the score every day. The only way to keep scoring business is with money. Check the bank account daily. And third was take heavy action. The ready, fire, aim strategy works. I absolutely love these three. I love entrepreneurial stories. I have a passion for it. Share some of your insight behind those nuggets. Yeah, no, you're so right. I mean, uh, you know, trust your gut. I think uh, too many people – too many people have too many people they listen to, right? I mean, I believe in mentors, yes, but if you, you need one voice, you need you need one person. You have too many sources. Today's world, there's so many things coming at you. It can be confusion. You listen to too many people and you don't do anything. It's paralysis by analysis. And if you just trust your gut and, and listen to yourself, which is, you know, hard to do for some people. It's always the right thing. It's always the right thing to do, even if it makes others uncomfortable, even if it makes my wife uncomfortable, even if it makes my team uncomfortable. You know, it's a little scary, but uh, you have to do it because in the end, it will be the right thing. Uh, the numbers are everything. We run the business by the numbers and data as best we can. Uh, so, you know, I have a CFO, I have a controller, I have all that fancy stuff in the office, but you know what? I still check the bank account daily. So, uh, I never want to lose sight of that. And then the other thing is ready, fire, aim. Yeah, you know, this one frustrates the heck out of my wife. I just do it and figure it out later. I just commit to it and figure it out. You know, I tell my – I have a personal – an assistant that helps my wife and I in here. I say, book book, book my calendar up. She'll come in and say, you're double booked. I say, good, good. I love being <laughs> double booked. I love it. I'll, I'll figure it out. So, I, you know, I just that, – that's how I get so much done. People ask all the time, how do you get so much done? I say, you know what, I just – I just commit to it and make it happen. I told the PR firm, I said, you give me any interview, any time, any place, I'll do it. Um, I'll do it. I'll make it happen. If I have to fly to New York tomorrow, I'll do it. So that's just my attitude, and uh, that's how I've gotten where I am. Well, you've made mention made mention of your wife more than once. Let's talk about Heather because yeah. I, I noted, too, that you know she's as much a part of this business and its founding as you are. And it, you got it. Looks it. To me, looks to me like she, too, like you. Uh, is a multitasker and she's managing a couple of kids at home. She's managing aspects of kickboxing, but she's really more involved on the marketing and on the franchise success side of life. Let's roll into the success side of life on the franchisee side as that becomes the next topic of our conversation is who is the right franchisee for your system and who are you looking for? But first, a little bit more about Heather. Oh, she's amazing. I mean, she, you know, we've been married 11 years. The brand is 10 years old. So she's been in this thing since inception. From And ideas are, you know, Gary Vanderchuk, he might, he'll say ideas are crap. And he's mm-hmm. kind of right there because what he means is execution is everything. So, yes, Nine Round was my idea, my brainchild, yes. But she is the one who helped me execute this thing. And 70% of our members are female. I don't know if you know that, but 70% are female. And my wife has her finger on the pulse of why women like it. And the one word that keeps coming back is empowering. It empowers women. to They feel stronger. That's why our mission is stronger in 30 minutes. When you do the workout, you feel like, wow, I accomplished something. I, we've never had someone say, I wish I hadn't worked out today. So my wife is on the pulse. She's the chief operating officer. Uh, she's also a black belt in martial arts. That's how I met her in the karate business. And she also did her first fitness competition last year. And she was lean and mean, and she placed second in an all-natural uh, bikini uh, bodybuilding competition, and she did amazing. So you don't want to mess with her. She's a tough cookie. <laughs> uh, but I was, was going to say, that's, uh, 
that's quite a combination for a married couple that might have an, a disagreement every once in a while. <laughs> well, <Yeah. laughs> our fight our fights are more interesting than most people's fights. <laughs> <laughs> wow, they're ten rounds. Wow. Of, they're ten rounds for a title belt. <laughs> she she yeah. she's you don't so have a, you don't have a bell in your house. You don't have a bell in your house, do you? <laughs> I you know, you know you know I actually do. We have a small little gym in our house <laughs> and we do have a t- I do have a timer and a heavy bag in there but <laughs> uh, but I know you ask how do we find franchisees we have a very unique approach uh, number one all potential franchisees have to come to Greenville South Carolina where I am and do and participate in what we call an approval day most brands have a discovery day we call it an approval day and what they're doing they're approving us and we're approving them. And number one, they, we do not sell over the telephone. We do not let them buy a franchise. They have to come, and I sit down, me and Heather, eye to eye with every single one. And we're making sure they fit the four values. Number one, do they love people? Number two, do they love fitness? So we'll ask, what are you doing for your workouts now? If they, if they come to me and say, you know, I just want this business because – you know, I looked at hair cutting and I looked at yogurt and I looked and this looks good and maybe it'll help me get in shape. We, you know, that is the not not the right type of person in their heart that's going to do well in this business. Now, if they come to me and say, Shannon, I, you know, I run, I go to, I do this, I do, I, you know, I I love to work out here and do this. You know, see, now I know at least they have fitness in their blood. So number one, they love people. Number two, they love fitness. Number three, do they love nine round? Have they done the workout before? Have they been in there? Do they love the model? And lastly, we have a Japanese martial, a Japanese term that Toyota used to use called Kaizen. Or do they have the attitude of I'm coachable, I'm always learning, and always improving everything? Kaizen. So if they have those four values, if they come to Greenville, South Carolina, they have the four values. We let them go, and guess what? We let them purchase one store and only one. We do not sell multi-units out of the gate because because I know I want them to prove not only to me but to themselves that they can run the model, they can make it profitable, and they can and they can you know run it correctly. A lot of brands sell four, five, ten out of the gate. Uh, we just don't do it. We just found that we want owner operators. We don't like investors. We want people that are in the trenches that want to make a difference in their community, and they want to be hands-on. They have the four values. They come to Greenville. They get one store. They work hard. They, they learn to scale. They have a manager. They go to two-store. We have, And now, I'm proud to say, 40% of our franchise owners have more than one location. So it's easier for us to manage and support people that have more than one than everybody just having one. So that's how, that's how we do it. seems to work well. Well, Stan, um, I have to ask you a question. Can you can you say sustainable franchising? Yeah, really. I mean, look, there's no better testimonial to success than second bites of the apple from those who have already been in the business for a while and are coming back for more. So, I mean, yeah. there's no better testimonial and there's no better validation that you can obtain anywhere than Somebody who's been here and the uh, you know the honeymoon's worn off and they still want to come back and get married all over again. Yeah, that's yeah. as good as it gets from where I sit. Yeah, well, thank you. Yeah, we we, we were absolutely. So, can you tell us a little? So, go ahead. No, I, I, want to, I, I wanted to ask about. Ahead, I, <laughs> I wanted to ask about a day in the life of a franchisee. That's exactly um, what you know. I was going to ask. <laughs> <laughs> So what's it look like? I mean, do your franchisees pretty much um, 
follow the same tracks and what they do, or does it depend upon the background that they came from and what they do and versus what they delegate? Yeah, great question. We we rec- every owner we make them a trainer day one because we want them to learn every aspect of the business so they can then learn to teach it and work on it, not in it. I know you guys have all probably read the E Myth. And uh, I require these franchisees to read that book because it's such a good book. Uh, But I do want them to start in it so that they learn every piece of it. So in the beginning, yes, they are going to be in the store a lot. They're going to miss bedtime with the kids. They're going to be up early. The store is open usually from 5.30 to 8 p.m. And they're not there all the time because they're out marketing or doing events or whatever. But in the beginning, they're there a lot. And I I put the analogy up to like a rocket. You know, getting a rocket off the ground is a lot of fuel, a lot of fuel. But once you get in orbit, it it can – you know, glide smoothly. So the business is the same way. We need to put in a lot of fuel. We need to really, really put in a lot of time. And it's not an absentee business. Absentee is something you earn through great leadership or semi-absentee. You can't just start out like that. And we make everyone start like this. Even if someone comes to me and says, Shannon, I have 10, I had 10 McDonald's. I had 20 of these. I had five Wendy's. I say, fantastic. Nine rounds, a unique model. I want you to start in the store and, and learn every piece. So the day in the life of a franchisee in the beginning is very heavily owner-operator. But now as stores like we have a guy in Houston, Texas, uh, Pete Ekstrom, he, does a, he has five stores. And he's not in the store you know, calling the bell and working with clients every day anymore. He's actually working on the team and working on it, not in it, working in marketing efforts, working on training the team, uh, and looking at expansion opportunities. But So the day in the life of a franchisee in the beginning is very heavy in the store and hopefully learn to work pull out and work on it and not in it. Now we have some franchisees, they just want one store and they love working in the store. They just absolutely love it. And they know their skill set is not managing a team of 40 trainers. Uh, They want a team of four or five for one store because we only need five employees for one store. So, and that's perfectly fine with me. That's fantastic. At least they know who they are and they stay in their lane and they rock and roll and they'd be great and they're great at it. So that's, that's how we do it. So let's talk about um, some of the challenges as a fast growth franchisor, mm-hmm. because you certainly um, epitomize with the brand's growth, you know, a hockey stick curve where you've just, yeah. you know, you kind of moved along steadily and all of a sudden uh, it was shooting up like that rocket, as you said. And right now you're opening uh, almost an insane number of, of locations each and every month. And, of course, that makes you have to shift gears as a franchisor uh, to be able to provide that type of training and support. And, of course, you're very hands-on. How do you accomplish that and continue to maintain and sustain that type of growth? Yeah, it's a great question. I, well, when when if you know something, you know, I'm still learning it, so <laughs> help me. <laughs> no, um, you know, every day is a learning process, and it is challenging, and it is a lot of work, and it is hard, but you have to stay extremely organized. You have to stay extremely focused because you'll be pulled in a million different directions. I still handle me and, a, of course, a big team, all the owner trainings. Like this month we have 50 owners coming in for owner training, right, 50 people. That's a big training, and uh, we have to do it in mm-hmm. hotels. Um, you know, so you do, uh, distribution, we handle all distribution to the stores, every boxing glove, every bag. And, uh, you know, we're out of space. I have to build a new warehouse. I'm out of office space. I have to keep expanding here. The, the trick to being able to move quickly is to be able to look far into the future and plan. So planning, organization, which I used to not be very good at, but now I'm getting 
a lot better at it. We just implemented a new ERP system with NetSuite to help us with forecasting and budgeting. That's tying everything in very nicely. It's working really well. Um, so all these things and, and hiring people that are excellent in their lane. Like, for example, we hired a CFO that's an MBA and a CPA. He's got more letters behind his name than, than – I mean, he's got them all behind his name. I don't have hardly any, you know. What I mean? so, so I'm hiring. I used to be the C. I used to be the CFO too, but I can't do that anymore. I have to stay in my lane and hire great people that understand that space. I had to. I had to hire and and relocate a warehouse manager from where he lived in Tennessee to South Carolina. Move his whole family out here because he's at warehouse management and understanding logistics and distribution. So, those are the things I've got to do to handle this to be able to handle this growth. But honestly, guys, I feel like I'm moving slow. We're opening, you know, three stores a week. I, you know, at, at one time, I'd love to open a store a day, right? I mean, I know that's aggressive, but, you know, the more stores we have, the more more lives we change, the more jobs we create. I mean, franchising is such an amazing model. I'm a massive advocate for it. It's incredible. What can you talk for a minute about the revenue opportunities and how franchisees in your business make money? I'm sure a membership is, you know, selling memberships yeah. is probably uh, job one. What else? Where else do they find opportunities for revenue? Uh, well, that's pretty much it. Um, uh, memberships is the massive one. On top, the secondary sale is merchandise. You know, boxing gloves, shirt, apparel. Um, some supplements, you know, things like that. But you can't sell that stuff until you get a membership. So memberships are number numero uno. And, you know, some people come in and say, what are the streams of revenue? I'm like, well, there's one. And here's why this one is so good. This is where I want your focus. It's the biggest margin, and it's EFT, which is auto, it's a predictable income, membership-based model. So you know how much money is going to be there next month automatically. You don't have to get up in the morning and go, oh, my God, i gotta, I got to pay the rent. How am I going to get the rent paid? You know what's coming in every single month, right? So we call in, in the chain and training, we, we chant, the EFT will set you free. EFT will set you free. So, so, so the beautiful thing about our model is 12 to 1,500 square feet. It can be run with you know, four to five employees. And so the break-even point is 100 to 150 members. We have stores out there with 600 members. Our average price point is around the $80, $90 a month price point for the membership. Some are charging 120 Some are charging 125 Again, the area the, you know, determines mm-hmm. kind of the, the, the rates because California rents are a lot higher than South Carolina rents, right? Labor costs are higher in Vancouver than, uh, than Georgia. So, so they can adjust their membership rate to, to – you know, to accommodate and level the playing field there. But 100, 150 members is break even, and we usually we try to get that before they open the doors with pre-sale. I mean, we just had a store open last week with 290 members. I mean, she's making money day one. Uh, you know, doing great. So, uh, of course, you know, when you have 700 of anything, you're going to have a few uh, that struggle out there. And uh, I'm very pleased to announce we've had very minimal closures. We we have a 99% continuity rate. Uh, in 10 years, we've had very minimal closures, and uh, we learned a lot of lessons from those. Number one is selling to the right people, and that's why we've tightened up the standards on making them come to Greenville, making them have the right values. Make it, we even make them pass a fitness test, guys, to be able to operate the doggone thing. I mean, let's be honest. Fitness, people do judge your book by the cover. They do. So if you, they mm-hmm. open the door and the trainer is 300, it looks like Humpty Dumpty, it's just not going to work. You know, I mean, let's just be honest. So, 
Yeah, so I hope that helps with how we, you know, that's how we how we run the show. Yeah, and I did have a question, a follow up too, as you already mentioned, real estate. Um, mm-hmm. What kind of shop? What kind of centers do you go into? Are you in inline strips and yeah. in you know A, B, or C type shopping centers, or does real estate matter? Yeah. Oh, it's it's massive, and, and and you know today's market, real estate is tighter than ever, and it's more difficult than ever, and we're seeing real estate being the reason we can't open fast is because of real estate. There's just you know it's tight, and we do look for retail centers, A or B locations can work. We prefer the A, but uh, sometimes we have to settle for a B. But the great thing is about our model is we don't need a ton of space. You know, twelve, fifteen hundred square feet, we can find that pretty easily. The only thing we have to be careful with is who are who our neighbor is because we are noisy we got music going we got bells ringing trainers yelling we're loud we're high energy we're fun i tell people if you're not pissing the neighbor off you're not doing it right right so (laughs) so uh, so so we can't go neck right next door to say massage right massage envy or if we we can't go right next door to a tutoring place we we that's our customer we want to be in the same center uh, the same vicinity, but we can't be next door. We have to do some serious soundproofing, which uh, has been a learning curve for us as well. And, next uh, door to Beltone hearing aids. That's what we're doing. Yeah, we like being next to restaurants or grocery stores. Yeah, or good anchor tenants for us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, Stan. You know how I found their one of their newer locations here in the uh, in the woodlands. Uh, they took over the local liquor store, and uh, <laughs> it was maybe that's a sign, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I maybe you. that's a uh, sign. Interesting, that's funny. You know, Shannon. <laughs> I mean, you could, you could, you could just tell. I mean, your your energy is popping through the radio for certain. And um, thank you. I don't see you stopping soon. Uh, you mentioned, you know, Gary Vaynerchuk. I'm a big fan, of course. Can't have him on the show because we'd be bleeping him out every two seconds. Oh my gosh! Uh, okay. But That's you so know, much. I, you know, you 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 listen and read. You know, Gary Vaynerchuk. Um, I know you also uh, read and are, uh, you know, uh, just passionate about you know anything regarding motivation and and life skills. And motivation, yeah. inspiration, all of it. You listen to, you know, Tony Robbins and a, and a number of others. What does that do to you on a on a daily basis? And how do you take that energy and share it with your team? Yeah, great question. Well, first off, personal development and growth is so important. I mean. I, I that's all I do is read and study and listen. I mean, listen to YouTube driving down the road, listen to podcasts like this. I mean, just trying to soak every bit of it up. I don't want to waste any second of the day. I just have that type of attitude. And the energy, I tell my team, uh, ener- enthusiasm and energy is not, it's not taught, it's caught. You can't teach it and say, hey, be more energetic. You have to have it. And my franchise coaches mm-hmm. support these franchises. You have to have, bring that energy every single day. You have to bring great every single day. And these guys know it's a very – if you came to our office, it's high energy. There's music going. Our people are loud on the phone. It's not like a quiet library in here. I mean the place is crazy, but that's the way I like it, and – for our brand, that's that's what it works. I mean, for Nine Round, it works. It doesn't work that way for every brand, but um, but we have to be high energy. We have to move quickly. We have to uh, constantly be learning. And uh, my team is the exact same way. So uh, maybe one day you guys will get to come come visit. 
That's awesome. I'd love to. So as we as we look forward to it, the um, the end of the show just uh, minutes away. I'm going to ask mm-hmm. you to tell us about two things. First, tell us about your book and how people could find it, and then also tell us about how people could learn more about a great opportunity, the franchise opportunity with Nine Rounds. Yeah, absolutely. Well, first off, the book is Zero to 100. It's a very candid memoir of, of what it took to get uh, the rocket off the ground from zero to 100 because I'll tell you guys, it took me five years to open 100 stores. And then ever since that, we've opened like 150 stores a year. Boom, boom, boom. So a snowball, that, and that's a business lesson, momentum, right? Momentum, big mo, we call it. When you get big mo on your side, I'm telling you, things can happen <laughs> extremely fast. Uh, I mean, what's the you know what's the uh, saying? The Earth was built in six days, right? I mean, that's pretty quick, right? That's pretty fast, I would think. Yep. <laughs> so, so, when people tell me Rome wasn't built in a day, Shannon, slow down. I say that's that's you know forget that. The Earth was built in six days. Come on, we can do this. <laughs> we can we we can make an app in in three months, right? Come on. But the book you can find on Amazon. Um, in fact, if you email me. I'll I'll send you a free copy of it if you email me at Shannon at NineRound dot com, just and I'll send it out right out of my I'll sign it and send it right out. Um, so the book is that's the book and it's a franchise opportunity. First step, you go to the website NineRound dot com, fill out the go to you know own a gym, fill out the form, and I have some great uh, great reps that'll call you and uh, get to know you and they eventually get you out here to if it moves forward get you to greenville and uh go through the process and uh you know hopefully become a franchise partner thank you for being our guest today i appreciate it ah my pleasure guys thank you thank you shannon he may regret that uh that free offer paul i don't think he realizes how many downloads a week we get but hey <laughs> I, got, <laughs> a lot of books. I, I got a hey i got a team in a warehouse ready to roll and a I bunch of books of sitting reading. there so <laughs> <laughs> uh, well good good i'm glad to hear that thanks again shannon we really appreciate yeah, it thank you shannon. shannon hudson you know from uh from nine round wow just uh shannon great shannon Stand in yep. the cannon. I like Great that. Show. Yeah. Yeah. Stand the man, today, stand in the cannon. <laughs> and uh yeah. And 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 Paul the Humpty Dumpty. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'll, I I'll take Humpty I should Dumpty. have a bell in my house. I, I should have a bell in my house. That would be the dinner bell. There you and go. I wouldn't be yelling E F T. I'd be yelling B L T. Anyway. <laughs> Good stuff. I mean, really great stuff. I mean, zero to 105 years and then 150 a year. Wow. Tremendous. And, Tremendous. and the, biggest, the biggest part of it all is the fact that they're coming back for more. That, to me, is the ultimate success. And, you know, getting 150 open, a lot of people can find a way to speed and hit the gas hard and grab checks. But when they're coming back for seconds, hey, that's the telling tale of the tape right there. So I feel like yeah, as long as he can maintain that pace and keep opening them successfully and having them continue coming back for more, um, he's living. He's he's walking his talk. He's he's doing in life yep. what he's teaching people to do in his gyms. So better every yep, day. And that's absolutely. Good. And like I said, in, in my market right here up in the woodlands, I mean, I'm seeing them open up all over the place, and um, and certainly uh, congratulations and uh, best wishes for continued. 
uh, gross. Wow, if he gets to one a day, that's going to be uh, exciting for sure. No doubt. No doubt, Paul. You know, it was interesting. Uh, it was interesting as I was doing the research at how quick they've made the uh, the Entrepreneur 500 and how every year they just keep climbing up the ladder uh, in the Entrepreneur 500. I don't think it would be too long before they might actually be in the top ten. Really exciting growth. Really exciting growth. Well, Stan, another uh, good show. We're closing in on uh, ten years as we get through the dog days of summer. Franchising is ready to really ramp up um, like a hockey stick again. Uh, September, October, November, a lot of events on the calendar. we got some great guests coming up two weeks from today. Uh, Ray Titus. Uh, we got some interesting guests coming up from our friends at Fishman Public Relations, at All Points Public Relations, and, of course, like today's guests at, at BizCom Public Relations. We really appreciate um, the strategic partnerships we have with some great uh, public relations firms uh, in franchising. Stan, until next week, my name is Paul Segreto, wishing you the best, the very best, in this great, great thing called franchising. Franchise Today is out. Take us home. <laughs> Franchise pros. Stan the man. Paul Segretto. Time to show you the way of franchising today. Hey, do you possess the spirit of an entrepreneur? Want to lay your business plan down like a rug or a floor? Or maybe you have a dream of opening a chain of delis? Or whatever passion likes that pilot life under your belly? Or do you want to start a business, fam, using the proven trademark from another brand? Huh. And grow together and expand like a rage of fire from a single to a multi-unit empire. Well, pay attention to this podcast that you hear streaming in HD to fine tune both your ears. And Stan and Paul lays down the law. Whether you want to be a franchisee or a franchisor, it's all about sustainable growth, the sensible franchising, proving concepts to start enterprises. So use your left and right side of your brain and absorb this knowledge here of franchising today. Franchising today, sustainable growth, the sensible franchising. Franchise today, sustainable growth, the sensible franchising.